You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 58. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubuni. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omileti Olubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Arisha, spirituality, and growth. So turn up the volume in your car, put on your earbuds. You want to take a walk, want to take your dog for a walk and grab your earbuds and do that. Let's do it. Grab something great to drink, like some water, and let's chat. This episode is being brought to you by Olubumi Creations. Do you love Orisha things? Do you love just expressing your love for Orisha? This is a place that has been created by an Orisha worshiper for Orisha worshipers of the world. There is artwork depicting lots of sayings as well as just things that I wish I would have seen in stores, especially like when you want something for a shoon, you have to go for like a flower because there's nothing out there for it, commonly out there. And this is a place that you can get stuff. And yes, merch is going to be coming very, very soon. Check out Olubumi Creations and you can check it out by going to the info link, which is www.orishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti. That's I-Y-A-O-M-I-L-E-T-I. With that, let's just get this episode on the go. Remember a couple of episodes ago, actually episode number 56, that we talked about judgment, remember that? And we talked about, we started kind of going through a little bit of the 16 principles of Ifa because we were discussing judgment. I want to follow that string today. And this episode is more about being open to similarities. It is hard enough that there are differences that we have in everything. There are different colors in flowers. Somebody will say lilac, somebody will say purple, and then an argument will happen. Differences are tough. There are differences in looks, in heights, in sizes, weight, demeanor, and of course, religion. Once we cast a judgment, right, our views change. They're already put into a bucket. Then our actions follow that decision that we put into that bucket. And then 
our actions are put out there, and it could be really good, yay, for kindness, good thoughts, all that great stuff, or really bad, I'm not talking to you, you're not like me, et cetera, et cetera. I would like to offer the novel, not so novel, idea of let's be open to similarities. I'm going to pick something a little bit easier as a mom. This might resonate for parents. Before I get to that, when you start this way, it's like that burden will come off. The wall won't be up so high. It might be up. And if it's up, it'll be made of jello, which is your favorite jello flavor. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that actually. I haven't had jello in years, but something that is movable, malleable sort of instead of a brick wall that is rising every second that you're speaking to an individual. For those of you who are parents, you might understand this. For those of you who are not, I'm sorry, or maybe you have babysat somebody. If not, you're probably an aunt to someone or you have your favorite kid down the hall. Just pretend, pretend with me. Kids, let's find what is common. And say we're talking to to parents. And this, again, this is me revealing a tad bit, but for a long time, okay, so before I had children, I'd be like, oh, those are horrible parents. When I have my children, they're not going to get away with that. And then I had children. And I had to change that tune quite a bit because it doesn't work like that. And even when it does, that it is going my way, I would be very like, ah, you see that? That's horrible parenting. That's the why their children run circles around them and all that stuff. Not cool, but it's commonly done. And even in, in very subtle ways. And the discussion can go, even if you're having an amicable sort of amicable discussion in the playground, your mind, in your mind, you already have my parenting way is way better than you. And you suck. And that's why your children are little demons in the playground. I did this. And it's hard because Almost everybody I knew did the same thing. Like, ah, oh, do you see how this parent is doing that? That's awful. Blah, 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 blah. I would like to say that as common as it is, there are many other ways. Instead of my parenting way is better than yours, dang it. Why don't we do something a little easier or a little different? Because it may not be easy. So I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll change that. It's not easy, but it could be helpful. How about instead of my parenting ways better than yours, how about we are in this together? In another words, I relate to you. I'll give you, let's see, I'm going to go back to my notes. So 
let's say that I meet a kid in the playground and I am chatting with the mom and the kid is like half a demon spawn of a demon (laughs) and they're running around and they're doing all that stuff and mine according to me is an angel which they're not by the way and I talk to the parent and automatically you know that there's as a parent you know what I'm talking about when you know your kid is acting up it's like a certain look, a certain feeling that you have, it's its almost like, I'm embarrassed, I know, this sucks, this is not how it usually is, but it's sucky right now, okay? And I know, because I've had that look, and yeah, it sucks. And you go to the parent, and you're like, you know what, I get it. Sometimes they get a little bit crazy, and mine does the same thing, And I just want to sit and have a massage and reflexology and a nice cup of tea and just close my eyes and just hope that I get a break and that it's going to end. And then the mother would look and like, yeah, that's how I feel right now. And all of a sudden, it's like the wall just come down because they were almost prepared to defend. And if you don't come that way then they're more willing to accept. In our Cub Scouts, because you know I'm very involved with that, there was a child. He's now not a Cub Scout. He's graduated. He's what it's called crossed over. And in our pack, this kid, nobody wanted to play with him. But I liked him. I'm like, listen, I've had crazy kids. I totally get it. Um, and they, you could tell when she would walk, the, the mom would walk in any room with the kid, some of the other parents would back up their kids. Other ones would roll their eyes and I would be like, Hey, what's going on lady? How are you? And of course the kid, like I never treated him any differently because you know what? I've had crazy, I I have one existing crazy kid right now and he's phenomenal and I love the energy, but they don't stay that way forever. Even if they have ADHD, whatever the heck, it's like they really don't. They grow up and they grow into themselves. And she knew, there was one time I remember we had a conversation and she knew, she knew how people were looking at her. Well, not us because we were playing all The kids were playing and they're doing crazy stuff. And she said, they want me to put them on medicine, but I don't want to do it. And I'm like, don't. There's nothing wrong with them. They're just a little more crazy than the other crazy kids. And everybody wants everybody's kids to be in the same level of crazy as their kids. And she's like, yeah, kind of like, right. And all of a sudden, it was like walls came down. We were always able to have that conversation. Was the kid off the hook? Absolutely. Have mine been off the hook? Heck yeah. So there's nothing. We were just like, you know what? Sometimes they need a break. And we would exchange ideas on how to deal with the crazy. That doesn't mean our children are crazy. For all of you, no, we're not putting label on the kids. When we're saying crazy, that means they're off the hook. They're very energetic. And sometimes it's too much to take. And we have to cope. But the point was that we found a discussion of a common ground, similarity. And 
her wall came down. I was open to it. And I remember my husband is like, you know, nobody really wants to play. We're going to invite him. And yeah, we did. And we had a great time with her, with the kids, the siblings. Everything was just great just to give somebody an opportunity where normally we may have cast a judgment. Now that I have kind of gone through that little, little lake, let's go a little to the deeper end and talk about religion. This is why this podcast is probably heard because they're like, okay, what does that mean? When it, when I wrote this down in my notes, I wrote down religion slash spirituality because some people say this is not a religion, this is a tradition. However, I just want this to be understood. When it comes to spirituality, the differences are so big, so major that wars have ensued. Slavery and all kinds of just nasty stuff has come up from differences of religion. And I remember writing a post, because you know I don't write blog posts per se much. This is usually, this is my main platform. I don't really write blog posts unless something really pulls me. And I remember picking up a blank, you know, page and starting to write and write and write and write and write and write and write. And And that was the blog post, you know, my God is better than yours was written. And it's that my God is not better than yours. Your God is not better than mine. We shouldn't even be having this discussion. However, people still feel that that's like their duty to tell you that their way spiritually is the best. I have here, some people, if not most, are scared. And when I say scared, let's not be all overcritical of the wording. It's like scared, not sure, uh, ambivalent. They are nervous that others will know what they are into. So some people, these people, let's say you, you are scared, you're nervous, you're uh, you're not sure that other family members, friends, people that you care about are going to find out what you are into and you don't want to be judged. Right? But you just judge them too because you're like assuming that they're going to, I don't know, bury you and do prayer circles in front of your house or whatever it is. But there was, if there is a level of judgment from them to you, you've just done the same to them. I'm not saying to start talking to everyone in your family, in your circles, but there will be a time when you may have to. When you let's say that you have a reading to do and you have to dress in white fully for eight days. It's happened seven days, four days, three days. 
and from head to toe. And your brother just decided that he was in the neighborhood and he's knocking on your door and you're like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap, I'm dressed in white, what do I do? You may have to have a conversation that will not be avoidable unless you're a chicken and you don't open the door. <laughs> and I still won't judge you for it. But you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes there will be circumstances that you have no choice. You're going to have to talk about your spirituality. Be open to the similarities. This is where this is going to come in. Let's say you're talking to a heavy-duty Christian. I can talk about that because, man, I was raised that way. So very, very heavy-duty Christian. And let's say that this is a family member. Because families tend to think that they really need to tell you what they think. So let's talk about that. Let's get into that deeper end of the pond. First of all, I think it would be wise to establish boundaries and still be open. You have to put on an armor in a way, but not a metal armor. Maybe a leather armor or faux, faux, what is it? faux leather armor. So here are some techniques. I like simple things because I was thinking back on how it's been over time for me. And as you're going through all of these changes, you really can't, you can't pinpoint them. Like you don't know. So going back, I had to figure out how do I make this that it's not like a 50 point, you know, <laughs> you know massive technique thing. So we're going to do it very, very short. And this is just the beginning. Number one, know your truth and don't be afraid of it. I say this because a lot of people, they're very afraid of mentioning that they are followers of Arisha. <gasps> Shocking face. Oh my God, I don't want anybody to know. Know your truth. Don't be afraid of it. There's a reason you're here. Why should you be afraid of it? Don't be scared of it. Don't try to hide it either from the world. The more you hide it, by the way, oh my God, the more it's going to be uncovered. It's going to be wild. So don't be afraid of it. Number two. Oh, this is good. Know that the other person also believes their truth. This is really good because, okay, I'm trying not to go into what I was going to say, but I may have to. Okay, I'm just going to go jump in there. I know my truth. You know yours. I think I'm right. So today, what do we do? It's like, ah, oh, like, how do you win? So maybe the whole thing is, is knowing that there is no win, there is no loss, there's more of this is this is how I see my universe, but that is how you see your universe. Somebody has to be the big person, and we are going to very much assume that it's going to be you. So number three, bring up a common point of reference. Common. And we are going to then... Do number four, we're going to link it to an aspect of yours. 
we're going to go through all of these, but I'm just going to go through each. Then five, you're going to either describe, you're going to talk about either common goals, things that you go through, challenges, how you've overcome them, or how you are walking through that road. So this is where you talk about that commonality. I'm going to give now an example, and I'm going to go right back to each one. I'm talking to my aunt. My aunt is my aunt. I love her dearly. And she is a very much a Christian who has been a Christian since, I don't even know, late teens, early 20s? Look, I don't know. But all I know is that she's in her 70s right now. So this is like, I'm not going to change her mind. And when we were talking, okay, so I'm going to go back. Number one, you know your truth. Number two, you know that the other person also believes their truth. So you know that. So I know that I'm here. I'm an initiate. I'm still learning, but I don't want to go anywhere. She is into her church thing. She's into her Jesus. She's not going anywhere. And we bring up, well, I bring up a common point. Because what I have found is that she's like, I don't know what you really believe in. Like, she's like, I don't know. I don't know. This is not like me. And I'm like, well, it is. Do you believe in God? She's like, yeah. Well, me too. She's like, well, what do you mean? We only believe in one. She's like, but it's Jesus. I'm like, we call it by a different name, but it's just God for us. Oh, and the Bible says X, Y, Z. Now I'm knowledgeable in the Bible. So I'm like, yeah, I'm able to spit certain things, although I've forgotten a lot over time. But the Bible says X, Y, Z. And we have Odu. And Odu helps us with our behaviors of what we need to do or not do in our example. So you know how you have your Bible and your Bible has your commandments, right? And it has this story on this book, but there's a lesson to that story. She's like, oh yeah. And then, you know, like we like the Esther story because I still think it's one of the cool stories and the Esther story and whatever. And she kind of hid, she had to go under the radar and the king took a liking to her, but she had to hide who she was because it was not acceptable. And so there's a lot, it's a lot of little layers to this, which I really, really like. And then of course she became the queen. And then they were trying to kill all the Jews and that's when she came out and blah, 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 blah. You see how there's a lesson. There's a lot of lessons. You stay true to you are, blah, blah, blah. There's lessons, things to be learned in all those, in all that story. She goes, yeah, well, we have Odu. And in this Odus, we have these things called Patakis. So you have your Bible, which has the Bible stories. We have what we call Patakis. And in those Patakis, they help us with lessons and behaviors, the Bible helps you with a guideline to be better, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, same here. We just don't have a Bible. We have Odu. It's written now on books, but before it was just spoken and that was it. And it's hard to stay on track. So here is where now that we've established, we've established one, two, three, and four, we've linked it to an aspect of theirs. So my Odu is very similar to her Bible. And we've linked that. And now we are going to link it 
to the aspect of yours. The Bible helps you with a guideline to be better, right? Yeah, same here. Odun does. It, I linked it to something, an aspect of hers. She couldn't deny that. So now, as you are noticing, the conversation is probably like you weren't there. We've had plenty over the years, but the walls were coming down from both of us because she's ready to defend. Because in church, they would teach us to defend with verses of the Bible. You know, in book so-and-so and verse this and chapter this and verse that and book this and chapter this and verse that and verse this, this verse is my, and it's like you're ready for battle. They're ready for battle. Christians many times are ready for battle. And this time I'm like, oh yeah, this just helps me to be a better person. I mean, isn't that what the Bible does for you? Same thing. We're just going through the same thing. It's just a little different, but it's the same. And there's no more argument. They can't now fight with me with their verses because I've already agreed that it is awesome and they're doing awesome because they're following their Bible and I'm doing awesome because I'm following Odu. There's no more fighting. It's okay. Now we're going to go into number five, which is describe or you talk about common goals or challenges. And this is where the conversation gets a lot better. Now that you know your truth, you know that that person knows and lives their own truth. And then on top of that, you have to bring up something in common, anything in common to start. And you'll start finding that there are more things in common. But as long as you have one, you link it to an aspect of yours. And then you start talking about those common grounds, common challenges, how you've done it. And you keep going with that. And you can go like, for example, I'm going to go back because I had to write some of the conversations kind of succinctly for you to not have to be here for hours and hours. I would tell my aunt, you know, it's hard to stay on track and be a good person. She's like, yeah, it is. And then, you know, she would say, you know, because the Bible says and, da, 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 and I wouldn't interrupt her because I, before I would be like, gosh, just like shut up. I just don't want to hear about it. I do. I'm interested because the Bible works great for some people. It just didn't do it for me. And she would be like, well, it is true. You know, I have this problem. I have that, my thoughts. And sometimes when this happened, I had this experience and I'm like, well, how did you do that? Oh, well, you know, this, whatever. Like she told me one time I called her and I'm like, oh, Dia, whatever, whatever, whatever. She's like, you know what? I'm going to pray for you. Is that okay that I pray for you? Like, do you guys like pray, pray? Like, what, what do you do? I'm like, oh, Dia, of course we pray. We just do it a little different than you, but we do pray. And we have our, you know, we still pray to one God and we pray for the things that we need. And we give respect to things in the universe so that we can try to keep going but we still pray she goes okay do you want me to pray for you like is that okay of course I don't care what you're praying to as long as it's for me I'm cool she's like okay 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 so for her it was like she was still in her truth I didn't argue like oh don't do that by the way maybe 30 years ago I would have done that or 
whatever, I would have been like, please don't do it. But you grow and you're like, okay, you, you could totally do that. And I find that this way is a lot easier. Although I will tell you, when I was much younger, I used to fight and argue a lot. And I mean a lot. If you approach me on the train, it was like a malicious grin would come up like, I'm ready to fight you. You want to talk about religion? Let's do it. And God forbid you knocked on my door. Because if you were a Jehovah Witness, you were going to get it. And my husband's always been the nice guy. And he's like, I just give him a dollar and they'll go away. Just, yeah, thank you so much. We'll take whatever. And my father used to do that because he didn't want to talk to them either. But me, I'm like, welcome to the house of witchcraft. Okay, I wouldn't say that. But in my mind, (laughs) I was ready to fight. And I would use like whatever Bible verse and just get ready to just ah, fight and dig our way socks. And this way is much better. And we're going to my truth. And at the end of the day, we haven't done anything to each other. I'm still in my truth. Person is still in theirs. We wound up fighting, not fighting, not really fighting, but more like having a very spirited discussions with an S, especially like if you got me like in a really mischievous mood, I was totally going to let you have it. But what's the point? It just feels good for a little moment. And you didn't help that other person's perspective. You didn't, I, not you, I did not come up cross on my best either because I was busy trying to prove, you know, the, I don't know, let's see, the Santeria warrior princess mode. And sometimes you don't need to fight. It's sometimes better to find a more common ground because isn't that what we've been fighting for to be to have equality to not like if you're a buddhist congratulations i think it's great you're a hindu that is awesome do you believe in the lady of the i don't know i have a pen here the lady of the brush pens then you go do that. Just knock yourself out. How is that similar? Is the lady of the pink brush pens helping you be a good person? That's great. Orisha does that for us. This is awesome. We got something to talk about. I think trying to find something to talk about versus finding something to argue about is going to be so much better in the end than being afraid of what you believe in. Am I going to talk to a Christian about um, animal sacrifices? If we get into it, that depends. But I might not even broach that topic because they I know where they stand and this is not going to be something that they do. If I have, which I have, I know that I'm going to bring up my aunt again because she's the one that we have a lot more conversations that are more open and we know each other's differences and respect them. So we talk about it and I've talked to her about sacrifice before. 
I don't even know how we came to that topic. One of these days, I'll remember. And I said, well, I said, bueno, tía, you know how in the Bible they had, you know, their their thing, and in the back they had different levels, you know how they were drawings, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, well, you know how back then, you know, even Mary, to present her son, she brought two doves, and there's always animals that were being sacrificed in the back. Well, this is a very old practice, and it's just stood that way. And we still believe that, you know, that is part of how things are done. And the difference in Christianity and us is that they say that after Jesus died on the cross, that his blood was enough. But that's for this part. But we just don't, we don't believe in that at all. It wasn't even that same region. And so we still believe that sacrifice is important, just like the Jewish people did. And actually, many Jewish still do, and they still believe in certain animal sacrifices. So everybody kind of breaks off into their little sect. And if you don't believe in it and you think that, that Jesus' blood was enough, that's great. I'm, I'm really glad for you. It saves you money. You don't have to bring no animals. So that's great. But we still do because we, we're not there. Like we, we weren't Jewish. We weren't even in that part of the world. And our ancestors, I don't know, they were busy hunting and doing whatever. We just weren't there. But if you believe in it and it's helping you, I think that is awesome. So I try to change it and I have found that kind of, saying, I understand where you're at, but this is where I'm at. But if this is helping you, that's awesome because it's helping you, but this is helping me. This is helping me. And this is where I'm okay. And if they continue, um, if they continue, I still try to find a common ground. But remember, I'm going to go, because I wrote it down, you establish boundaries, but you're still open. And that, if you do this from the beginning, I think that the conversation, although you are going to be open, you are going to be discussing, it's going to be a lot better than fighting and going head to head. If you are being open, but you establish like, I understand, but this is where you're at. And I'm so happy for you. I couldn't be any happier, but this is where I'm at. I'm not going to budge here either. But you know what? Even though you're there and I'm here, we have so many things in common. Do you like to rob banks? No, robbing is terrible. Me neither. And it says here that we should take, you know, take care of ourselves and we shouldn't be robbing banks. See, we got one thing in common. And well, for me, that works because I have a sense of humor. <laughs> if you don't, it's okay. You work with how you are. But the whole point is, Instead of being in Xena war, spiritual war mode, the way I used to be, it's more like, you know what, this is where you're at, this is where I'm at, but these are the things that we have in common. Like it's hard when you have to follow the Bible and they talk expressively on you sin through your thoughts 
And there are many traditions that thoughts are a very important thing because thoughts turn into actions, actions, and then blah, blah, blah. You know how it goes. And so there's a similarity right there. It's hard. It's hard to stay on track. You could talk about staying on track. And the whole point is that the wall is not going to be made of brick anymore. Still don't know which is my favorite jello flavor, maybe jello. And or it may not rise as high next time. And this can be applicable to strangers. Uh people that you just know, like teachers, like somebody actually asked me, one day you dressed like this. So my husband and I, we showed up with Yoruba clothing to a Cub Scout full event. And mind you, that was like four years ago. She asked me, I guess she was comfortable enough to ask me, what, what is that for? Is that like part of your religion? And, um, it was more of an explanation of, yeah, in our culture, we dress for like big events and stuff, but we didn't know that a lot of things down here are really dressed down. So when they told us to dress up, we dressed up the way we dress up. And she's like, oh, that's right. They really didn't say. I'm like, they just said dress up, but I didn't know what that meant. And she goes, oh, well, it was beautiful. I just wanted, I just didn't know where it was from. And so then she asked where it was from. And that's when we talked about it. But we didn't get into anything else. And it opened up the lines of communication. I think whoever asked her is going to be more open if they see anybody dressed in Yoruba attire. And they're not going to be like, those demons, those heathens. Because the lines have been open. And if we start opening the line, we will start finding a little bit more acceptance because we are now open to similarities versus the differences, which as we all know, anybody who can study, remember anything from history, anything at all, the differences and um, putting the pressure from what is different because mine is better than your different it has not turned out very well in history. And we shouldn't even try. We should learn from history. And we are, and you are, because you are listening and you are working to improve. You are following your intuition to getting better. So I applaud you for that because that's hard. See, there we have another similarity. Remember, I'll go over it really quick again. Number one. Actually, numbers zero, 0. 0.5. Establish your boundaries, but still be open. And still be open. I wouldn't even say but. And still be open. Because you can do both. Know your truth. Don't be afraid of it. Don't try to hide it. Just know your truth. Number two, know that the other person also believes their truth. Number three, Bring up a common point of reference. Just bring it up. Then you're going to do number four. You're going to link that to an aspect of yours. You're going to do that. This is what you go through, right? Well, this is what I go through. And then you jump into number five. You describe, you talk about um, your challenges, your how you overcame this, this is where the chatting and the opening up and the talking is going to come about of the commonalities that you 
both have. And when it comes to religion, which can be a really touchy, touchy subject, be open to similarities. The other person may not be yet, but you can inspire change by you being open. You have reached the end of this episode. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash 58. Five, eight, the number is five, the number eight. Just a reminder, this episode was sponsored by Olubumi Creations. Do you love Arisha art? Let's say you love Ogun and you have this fascination for Ogun. This place has wonderful lettering art pieces that you can have in different sizes. On top of that, they will be coming up in shirts and mugs. Very exciting stuff. Be in the know by going to the information link, which is orishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti, so that you could get your hands on one, two, three, ten pieces, whatever you like. We will make sure that you have it. And remember, the last of the jewelry is being done. And once it's done, it's done for all of you who have jumped in. As you know, some, all of these have been handmade and hand stamped and they've just, it's not, it's very different when things are done by hand because it's not like it was pressed by a factory and just kind of just shoved off. Like each piece is done with a lot of care but we are going to move into the direction of more art and lettering and expression in that way. So get your hands on what's there because once it's there, what's there is gone. That's it. It's gone. If you have found value in what I do and the content that I create, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Iya Omileti and you will have access to all of the podcasts before they are published and other perks. And I am also working on more things to do with the Patreon page because to me that is so important that they would help to keep the podcast going. And I'm very, very, very grateful because as you know, there's, there's a cost to creating these podcasts and only if you can, only if you can, and you would like to support in that way, Patreon is the way to go as it will offset some of the cost and I can create more content. If you also like this episode and you found it valuable. You find it something that, you know, makes you think. Share this podcast episode so that someone else will get something out of it. And if you get a couple of minutes, go to iTunes and review this podcast. That is still one of the best ways because it keeps our podcast on the map. And if you are on YouTube, like the episode, of course, 
subscribe and you see that little bell icon, you know what to do, click on it and you will be the first to know when there is a new video uploaded. That is a great place for you also to comment and as well as to put all of your thoughts on it. I read each and every one. Sometimes some of them get lost and I get them like three weeks later. I'm like, there's a message. But I do, I read each and every single one. Remember, for show notes, go to www.forward slash. Oh, wait, www.orishawisdom.com then forward slash number 58, which is the 58th episode, which is this one. Stay tuned for the next episodes where we are also going to go through more of your questions and more Orisha topics. And we are hopefully going to grab more of your Ask a Priest's questions. And I can't wait. I can't wait. Until next time. May the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo. Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed, and until next time.